Hello friends, and welcome to Troidal Power Presents the Power Playthroughs Project with Troidal Power. I'm your host, Troidal Power. This is the project where we play games in a powerful way. And friends, I was lucky enough to get to sit down with uh, Neil, uh, Ariel Knight himself, over on Twitter um, to chat a little bit about his upcoming game, Ariel Knights Never Yield. Uh, I know a lot of you have probably seen this game already. There's a demo out for it on the Switch, and it actually comes out this Wednesday. It's a super cool cinematic runner game uh, with a great soundtrack and a great visual style, mostly developed by Neil himself. Um, but yeah, I got a chance, thanks to his publisher, uh, to try out the game and to sit down with Neil to have a little chat. So I'm going to just play that interview here first. Um, if for some reason you only want to hear me play the game, that'll be about half an hour into this episode. Um, but you should listen to the interview because Neil's a super cool guy and was super nice to sit down with. So with that, take it away past me. Um, I will just... To start off, thank you for joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm really excited about the game and uh, and and about just your personality, to be perfectly honest. When you showed up in the Nintendo Direct, I immediately was like, even before I saw the game, I was like, I am interested in what this game is going to be. So I appreciate you hanging out for a bit. <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting watching people watch me, uh, you know, the reacts and, and such. And, that, you know, that video has like 10 million views now. <laughs> uh, I've never seen it. I, I don't watch, you know, I don't watch stuff that I'm on just because. Don't want to go back and see yourself? Yeah, it's, it's weird seeing yourself and hearing yourself. Um, to me, my my voice just sounds like really high pitch and whiny. So <laughs> um, uh, that's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I get it. I tell you, the trick I do for myself is I only listen to my own stuff at like two and a half times speed. So that way I can't even process what my voice sounds like. Then I just don't have to think about it at all. <laughs> um, so I know one of the things that impressed me about it right away was that this has kind of been almost entirely a solo project for you, right? This is yeah, I, I made like ninety-eight percent of this game by myself, um, and the last percent was like porting and helping clean up my like broken code from you know my awesome <laughs> publisher and their affiliates yeah. and such. <laughs> That's cool. How did you get hooked up with them? How did you find a publisher for something like this? Uh, so yeah, I, I didn't even like really look for one. I, I just got really lucky. Um, there was uh, a showcase, The Mix, uh, hosted by uh, Justin. Um, everybody knows Justin. Um, and uh, he he knew about my game uh, uh, through, you know, Black Game Dev Twitter and such. I will post updates all the time. He reached out and said, hey, I got a spot to fill. Like, you got to be ready tomorrow. Um, so I cut something together real quick for him. Uh, and the, the trailer like that he showed was something that I did in like a night. Um, uh, I had already had some music and stuff like that. I was getting ready to make a trailer, but you know, he, he really gave me the opportunity. So, you know, I just stayed up all night, cut a trailer for him, sent it to him. Uh, he had me on the next day. <clears throat> and then right after, you know, uh, it went out there, uh, a bunch of publishers reached out, I think like four or five. And wow. I wasn't necessarily looking for a publisher. Um, I would, you know, I entertained it and I talked to a couple people and I, I really didn't like the deals, like, and, you know, publisher and contract stuff. I was like, I'm not really into it. Um, so I gave up on having a publisher, but um, the, the the guy who runs head, head Up, he wrote this really, really good letter to me. It broke down everything that I wanted to do with the game and everything I was trying to do with the game, even though I've never talked to this man before. Um, and he understood what the point was. It wasn't about, you know, any kind of money or anything like that. It was more about proving a point. Um, and like, he was like, hey, we're just here to help you. We'll, we'll help port it uh, and, you know, uh, get you in contact with the, the console makers and such. Um, and hey, it all just worked out really well. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think that the, there's a couple of uh, Discord channels and stuff I'm in with, with smaller game developers. And it seems like the, I'm, it seems cynical to call it a transaction, but the transaction between developers and publishers can be a really tough thing for developers to yeah, deal with. Yeah, those deals suck. Yeah, those <laughs> deals terrible. Like, um, I, I took like a couple classes on reading contracts and stuff, so I was able to just like really see some of those flaws and those early contracts that were offered to, to me. Um, and you know, I, I passed very politely. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way to do it. You gotta be polite with stuff like that, but that this is, so 
your kind of journey on this, you've been trying to do game dev stuff for a while. And I know you've put out a couple of games like on itch and, and things like that before, yeah. but this was really about like making the game yourself, like, like the, the position of, you know, if, if I can't get somebody to let me be a part of it, I'm going to do it myself. And I really yep. like that mentality. I think that that's super cool. And that's kind of this, this interview is kind of a co-venture between my podcast and then geek to geek media, which is a, a, a group that I work with. Um, and that's kind of what we do over at geek to geek media is like, we just, you know, we're a bunch of people who like video games and wanted a place to talk about video games. And so we are like, Hey, let's make our own space to, to do that. And try and have like a positive community to deal with video games and we're doing more of the talking about it side than the actual making it but i think that that approach is is really cool and i know i've seen a little bit of you talking about that there was a kind of hmm, the, the the right way to say this i guess is let's say overlap between some day jobs that you were working on as well as getting some development done i think i saw oh, yeah. a video oh, yeah. you did of, of a modeling a van at, at a desk or something Oh yeah, like I had a I had a desk job working at this uh, tennis club. Um, uh, the the guy who did the music, my my friend Dan, he had the same job. Um, uh, so we were working together. Uh, but you know, it was really you know uh, there was a lot of free time. So I just mm -hmm. brought my laptop. Um, and I, at that time, I had two day jobs. So uh, like development of the game really took place from like 11 p.m. to like 4 a.m. every night. And yeah. I felt like it was going too slow. So I was like, hey, I don't care about this job anyway. So let me just start <laughs> making this game at this desk. Um, nice. So uh, yeah, and, and that's how, like, that's one of the reasons Dan came on board because he saw me work on it every day. And, you know, he would be like, man, that looks cool. This looks cool. And then I, you know, eventually asked him to do the music. He did the music for all my games and he was always, I was always going to okay. ask him, but uh, it was nice that he, you know, offered at the same time as well. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, and the music fits the the visuals so well. I I had assumed that those kind of came together at the same time because it just feels like such a cohesive package. Um, so it it inspired uh, each other. So uh, what me and Dan did, especially with the first song, was that um, I I did a f the first chunk of the level, um, and, and then we went back and forth a lot and. We uh, really had a hard time with our workflow and how we want the game to sound because everything we made just didn't fit. Uh, so we did something different where, you know, uh, I sent uh, Dan this clip of this anime and I sent him a clip of the game being like in motion. And I said, mm -hmm. make whatever you want based off of these two things. So, uh, and I, I said the caveat of, you know, the anime that I sent him. Um, and he, and he sent some, he worked all night and he sent some back cause he was really inspired and, uh, and, and it was perfect. It was like after like three months, so he was like, this is it. Um, but we made a rule that, uh, we have to listen to that song for 48 hours. I think it was 48 hours or it was 24 hours, 24 hours straight. Uh, I'm sure it was 48 <laughs> though. I just don't remember. It was so long ago. Um, but we have to listen to it that long, um, and if we didn't get sick of it by the, the end of that time, then we can put it in the game. But, uh, you know, <laughs> if we couldn't make it that whole time, then, you know, people wouldn't want to play it, you know, that much yeah. or listen to it on a loop that much. So uh, we had to suffer through so many songs. There's so many songs <laughs> that, you know, we have that we didn't use. Didn't quite make the cut. Mm -hmm. That's a long time for one song. The whole album I can see for a lot of things, listening to it on repeat that long, but one song on repeat. That, it, I mean, it's not like it's blasting in your headphones. You just turn it down. It's like silent background, background. music. Yeah. So, you know, if, if it gives you a headache after two hours, it was pretty easy. You know, um, it was, uh, most most songs after two hours, you can really tell. Um, so like after that point, it was pretty much, yeah, it's going in the game or not. But yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I was just listening the other day. I, I found somebody who had a video up of them playing a couple levels of the game. And I just had that on background music while I was working because it's just, it's like a nice, nice beat to just hang out to. So I can see how that would be something that you could listen to over and over again. And it's weird. I was playing, I was actually just this morning playing the game a little bit. And uh, it like, it's not quite a rhythm game. Like, like the jumps that you have to do don't quite perfectly match up to the beat. Yeah. But I think you've given enough leeway in the timing for the jumps that you can kind of play it like a rhythm game. Like you can almost just be hitting right to the beat and it works. Yeah, so it, it was always uh, kind of planned out to be um, not 
rhythm based on the beat, but the game moves to the beat, if that makes sense. It makes no sense if you didn't play the game. So you have to play the game to kind of like, you have to feel it. So yeah. the, the everything that you do matches the, the beat, but at the same time, you're not doing things to the beat. Yeah, it's not Dance Dance Revolution, but it still has like, you still, I mean, I was sitting here like just kind of bouncing along to it as I was playing it, and that worked really well. It felt really good. Yeah, play, play the game on mute. It's not the same thing. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm a, I have, I have pretty horrible, uh, unmedicated ADHD these days, and uh, I multitask with everything. Like, I'll have a podcast playing while I play almost every game, and I haven't done that with Never Yield, and I don't know that I could because the music is like so. It's engrossing. I don't know if it would work that way. <laughs> and, all, and also the games, you know, um, relatively, you know, compared to like these hundred hour games, it's, it's mm -hmm. pretty small. I, uh, I wanted it to be the size of an action movie or the length of an action movie because I grew very frustrated with, you know, how games are right now. So those mm -hmm. is either a hundred hour experience or it's, you know, a free to play game that never ends. Um, yeah. And I really missed you know, being able to sit down for like two days and just play through a game um, like I did in high school. Um, but even less so uh, now, because with this specific game, you know, I, uh, people see the normal mode and I make it, I try to make it very um, uh, appealing to everybody. So, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you could sit here and play this with your niece or your nephew, um, or, you know, if, if your reaction time is bad, you can play it on normal with no issues. But right. if you're also looking for those challenges, you could turn it up to insane uh, and play it that way as well. But I intentionally didn't put an easy mode in, in the game because this game's not meant to be easy. It's meant to have a little bit of a challenge, but also uh, you can lay back and chill and enjoy it. But for everybody, not for just, you know, whoever wants to play it on a certain mode. I think it's good at that. My, my wife doesn't play many games she, she's kind enough to play games with me when I when I you know beg her to do so. Like I'm like, come on, check this game out. And and she played yours, the demo when it first came out. She played a bit of that. Um, and playing on normal mode like totally worked for her. She was able to get into it. And you know, Animal Crossing is the game she's played the most of. So that's that's like the the level of intensity she's used to. But she was able to to work with that normal mode pretty well because the way that you've got that zoom in and it slows down and everything, yep. which feels super good i just realized today when i was playing it that the aspect ratio shifts when it yep. does the slow motion which is such a small detail but it <laughs> feels so good when it happens because it really sucks you in that moment um but yeah she, she was able to play on that normal mode i actually found the normal mode was almost a little trickier for me than than the next step up because the slowdown was like it was almost too much slowdown for me. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go to the next one. So it, it, it speeds up. So like <clears throat> for that first level, like, uh, you know, the level everyone's played, um, that's more to be a continuation of the tutorial. But if you if you notice it, like you the, like the slow motion gets smaller and smaller and quicker and quicker and the later levers you get into um, is pretty much a second. Um, so okay. we, we really ease you into it. Um, I actually, and was, I was... I was wondering about that because when I was playing today, I was playing on normal mode and I got, I played up through chapter six today and it felt better to me than when I had played that demo on normal mode. So I wonder if that's what it was. Is that like, there, there's just a little bit of uh, compression of that slowdown that ended up feeling yeah. better for me. I, I needed a way for players to feel like, you know, uh, the, the character was getting, you know, better at, you know, okay. at what was going on without changing any of the actual physical like button presses. You know, because the powers, uh, powers slash, you know, things that you do in the beginning of the game are exactly the same as when you end the game. But mm -hmm. the end of the game feels completely different than the first level. That's awesome. And I like, I had realized I felt better with it, but I didn't realize that that's what had shifted. So that's super cool. I'm really interested to go Yeah, back people look at the game and think like, it, it's just super like, you know, surface level, but you know, it, it, it has depth because, you know, it took me almost three years to make. So I would hope so. <laughs> um, but uh, to go back a little bit, like uh, you said that your girlfriend played the demo. If she can make it through the demo, she can make it through the entire game. Yeah. Um, and that was the point was that, you know, there's no hangups. If, you know, if someone doesn't beat this game, it's a choice. It's not that, you know, the game was 100 hours. It's not that the difficulty got way too crazy um, or the achievements were like super hard or something like that. It's, it's totally a choice. Like if you don't beat the game, 
it wasn't for you, but I appreciate you playing anyway, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I like it. Um, I don't, I was debating whether I want to talk story. I don't want to talk story. Cause I don't, I don't yet know what's happening in the story. Like I said, I'm up, no to, one know, no one knows I'm up to level six. Story. I have, I've started spitting out some theories. I recorded my, my, my first episode today, playing up through level six. And so I'm talking about it while I'm playing it. And I, I've got theories about what's going on, but I don't want to get into it. Cause I don't want you to accidentally spoil it for me. So oh, no. maybe I'm, I'll come I'm back master, to you later on. <laughs> I'm a master at not spoiling the story, but I, I will say um, the story is really accessible in the sense that uh, no one speaks. Um, mm -hmm. So that, you know, uh, I didn't know when, you know, starting this game that I was going to get a publisher or anything like that. So I wanted to, you know, do all the animations, put all the story inside of animation so that anybody in the world could play this game and understand what was going on or at least make theories sure. about what was going on. Um, so yeah, I, I just went kind of that route with it. Um, this, this, the story is uh, really hard to explain because <laughs> um, it, I, I leave clues and hints in the game as well as in other podcasts that I've done. Like people ask me certain things and I'll say this or I say that. I'm hoping that, you know, when people theorize about it or whatever, they can go back and look at those things and kind of pick up something um, just by watching other people's interviews. <laughs> That's super cool. And I saw over on your Discord channel, you've got a channel just for people to talk about the lore, which is really cool. Yeah. So a spot and, for people and that's to there if people want to, you know, if, if people don't care about the story, that's fine too. Because I know <laughs> for a lot of runner games, people just skip right past, you know, the cutscenes. But I put a lot of time in those cutscenes. I did all of them yeah. by myself and I'm not an animator, so... <laughs> You did a good, I think you are an animator now. You may not want to admit it, but I think you are an animator now. <laughs> oh, it's never happening again. Never again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's actually one of the things I was going to talk about is as far as that animation goes, I'm going to, I'm going to pull you into that. The cinematics, when you do have, even in the middle of a level where it's not quite a cutscene, but you do like a jump from, from one roof to another, the way you pull the camera out and show that stunt and then pop right back into the action. It's just like I was talking about that aspect ratio changing. There's a lot of small details that you put in here. I mean, it's weird talking about most video games. You can say there's a lot of small details in this game that, you know, somebody made or a whole committee of people made, but there's a lot of small details that you put into this that really make it feel like a intense and cohesive experience. So you may not think you're an animator, but I think you have a good eye for animation, even if you don't think you're one. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate um, that. Yeah, man, of course. Um, let's see. Let's see. So I know like a, you mentioned playing games in high school, but did you, I'm guessing you grew up playing video games. That's been a, a lifelong thing for yeah. you. Yeah, that's pretty much been everybody at this point though. So <laughs> That's true, that's true. I So I, I grew up in the nineties and that was the era where like, I feel like- I feel did like too, it started I'm older being, than you. Yeah, I, I feel <laughs> like that's where it started being that everybody had video games, but you know, like my brother had an NES Arcades, when I was man. born. That's true, that's true. Because my grandma, like even my grandma says like, you know, when she was younger, she just, uh, pay, played um, Galica and you know those kind of things. Um, so like, I think I think it's universal. Like, even if you talk to your great grandma, they, they'll talk about them playing chess or checkers or whatnot. Yeah, and those count too. That's true, and it's becoming so ubiquitous with phone games now. Like so many people are playing stuff on their phones. People who wouldn't necessarily think of themselves as a gamer, but I I think they're all part of the gaming community, which is I think a super cool thing. Um, what I'm curious about, though, is if you were a foot in the camp of either a Nintendo kid or a Sega kid when you grew up, or were you just kind of all over the place? Yeah, we were broke. Um, uh, I think we had a Sega Genesis uh, mm -hmm. just because it's what we had. It's not like, you know, we, it's not like we had a choice. Didn't go um, out and pick it. Right. Uh, my, my grandma uh, had that for herself, actually, and she played Bejeweled and we actually got old enough to play with her. Um, <laughs> and then uh, I remember Funko Land. We would go there and just grab stuff out the bargain bin. Um, yep. And, you know, we would play anything. I remember playing The Last Action Hero and then that, that, that terrible uh, uh, Lion King game and uh, <laughs> Mickey's Illusions and stuff like that. But then eventually I evolved into like kind of Nintendo just because, you know, that's what, you know, happened. Uh, like, I think I was like real sad and like, I was a real sad kid. I didn't really talk much. And my grandma bought me uh, a Game Boy uh, with Pokemon and it was like the happiest I ever been. I, I played it nonstop. It was, it was amazing. 
uh, you know, and then and then I kind of just picked up stuff, or she got me stuff here and there until I was able, uh, old enough to get a 360. Um, mm. But I think everybody is kind of just random. You, you ask people if they're like a Nintendo kid or whatever. I'm like, you're whatever your parents bought you, kid. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> my my household was a Nintendo household, but that was my older brother's doing, if anything. But mostly, it's just you know we had an NES when when we were young, and so we just kept buying Nintendo systems for a long time after that. Um, and that's that's definitely where my if I had loyalties, I don't like believe in a console or anything, but like when I want to play a game, I want to play it on my switch. That's, that's kind of what I default to. Um, but this, I know you're, you've got never yields coming out on pretty much everything, right? You're on oh, yeah. it's switch, on Xbox, everything. PS4, PC. Yep. Cool. I, I, w- I would say like people who, uh, normally don't play, you know, if you have a PlayStation, you don't normally play or Xbox, I would say my, uh, the achievements, I got to pick every single one of these achievements and it's amazing because I hate hard <laughs> achievements. Um, and I, I even got a platinum. So uh, if you if you play on uh, consoles, like you know, you can hunt down these achievements. You'll you'll get them all just by beating the game. Uh, so I, I really, you know, I, I don't like you know stuff being overly difficult for no reason. Mm-hmm. If you beat a game, you've earned all those achievements. Now, if there's like a, a task or two that's out there that you know takes a little bit more skill or whatnot, you know, so be it. But those impossible achievements, I hate those. So, yeah. I'm really excited to see how people react to uh, to the achievements and you know getting them and stuff like that. You got to do all your own names for the achievements too. Oh yeah, right? I named everything. <laughs> and, the, and the translation people hated like <laughs> the stuff that I was saying. I think uh, one is called "swagged up," and it was like, "What is this? What is what does this mean?" Because <laughs> they got to translate. I mean, the game itself doesn't have a lot to translate, but that achievement list is a whole separate thing they've got to deal with then. Yeah, well, it's they, available they did a and... bunch of transition, translations for the menus and stuff like that. So once they did the menus, you know, the achievements were part of that and the names of the outfits and stuff like oh, that yeah. that you unlock. I didn't even think about that being a whole separate thing. I guess that would be kind of in the same category of the achievements where it's like trying to figure out how to directly translate something like that gets a little complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what about these days? Uh, one, one of the things we do over on, on geek to geek media is we talk about our weekly geekery. Do you have any, any weekly geekery, anything you've been into in the past week, besides just working on the game, finishing things oh, up? The past, the past week, I've uh, been trying to play Concrete Genie. Um, that's Ooh. a cool game. It's real cheap, chill. I've been trying to play this, like the smaller games ever since the, you know, the, 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 the Twitter drama about, you know, smaller games and, and whatnot and i was i was like i have all these smaller games that i never even got around to because i've been so focused on my game so you know as the as my game comes out i'm just gonna try to play smaller games indie games that i missed out on um and work my way up to playing like a dragon because uh my my friend dan like you, y- y'all know dan uh dan is just like really into the yakuza games and he mm-hmm. loves talking about it but he can't talk about them to me because i don't <laughs> play them like that so i'm gonna play like a dragon uh, I played Judgment. Judgment was really interesting. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm playing it so I could talk to my friend about it. Is is Concrete Genie a, a VR game, or am I thinking of something else? No. There? Okay. Concrete Genie Genie is the one where you walk around and paint on the walls. It might be Ooh. VR, but um, it was pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. I feel like I've seen that pop up for PSVR, but maybe I'm thinking of a different game. Yeah, my niece, my niece came over and he she loved watching me play it. So I, yeah. I was like, well, now I have to finish it. <laughs> I like games like that that can have an appeal for somebody else to just hang out and watch. I think that's yeah. always a nice. She's still thing. too small to like really understand how to do all the buttons, but yeah, um, yeah she likes she likes watching me. It's like, hey, paint some stars over here, do this or that. <laughs> so it's my favorite part. My uh, my son's about seventeen months now, and uh, he, you know, we've been we've been at home for the past year, so he's seen a lot of video games. He's got a lot more screen time than he would have if if COVID hadn't happened. <laughs> uh, but the the only game he is interested in is banjo kazooie i don't know why but like he loves seeing banjo kazooie on the screen and he'll actually take the controller from me and he knows what button to hit to jump can't figure out anything in any other game i've tried to give him mario i've tried to give him all kinds of stuff banjo kazooie is the only one he has any interest in that's how my niece was with um was that man hunter the one with the shark yeah 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 yeah, man, man, man eater so I was, I was playing that just because it was like a PlayStation Plus game. And I was like, hey, I need something to chill. She came in and was so excited. She was like, eat all the people. Uh, <laughs> so we just jumped up on beaches and ate all the people. Um, and she was she was laughing away. And uh, I would try to eat a dolphin or a regular fish. And she was like, no, don't hurt those. <laughs> it's adorable. So it was really interesting how she had no remorse for, yeah, no remorse for humans. 
but like the little dolphins and you know seals or whatever those are off limits you gotta protect those <laughs> um i think that's about oh i had one more thing i was gonna ask you i know you're an anime fan and i gotta get yeah. some recommendations from you my, my buddy mc is a huge anime fan he and i actually mm -hmm. did a a cartoon-based podcast together for a while that's been on hiatus, but I'm not a huge anime fan. Um, and and I know he would disown me if I didn't take a moment to ask you for for a couple recommendations of some favorite animes of yours. Okay, I don't, like when people ask me for recommendations, I only ever give them one at a time. Um, just okay. because if I give you one, then you know, that's the one you're gonna watch. Um, so I have on no Netflix, excuse if you only right, give me one. <laughs> right, so on Netflix, there's a show called Scissors 7, like Scissor. Scissor okay. Seven. Um, it, they're really short clips. They're like five, six minutes or whatever. Um, and they're really, really goofy. And then they just start getting more serious and more serious. And it turns into Dragon Ball Z. It's amazing. Okay. Um, and it's super short. Like you aren't. You could watch one when you're like cooking. Another one when you're like about to go on a walk or something like that. Um, but then as soon as you like start watching them, you're you're just like, I gotta watch this whole thing. Um, it's amazing. It's. I, I think it's. I don't know if it's technically classified as an anime, but it's a really good show. All right, Scissor 7, I will give it a look. Um, cool, well, thank you for hanging out. Uh, the game is, again, Ariel Knights Never Yield, which, by the way, I love that you put your name in there because I, oh, I yeah. mean, my, po my <laughs> podcast is called Troidal Power Presents, the Power Playthroughs Podcast with Troidal Power. So I, you, know, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta make sure your name's in there. I love it. Um, Ariel Knights Never do? Yield. Tell me no. Right, yeah, you're making the game. They can't stop you. Uh, comes out on May 19th, um, which this is probably going to go up on Sunday. So uh, this coming Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Next Wednesday um, on Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, PC. Get it all over the place. And the soundtrack I saw is up for pre order now, too, on Bandcamp, which. Yep. It's, is it, it will also, like, if this is Sunday, it will also probably be on Steam. You can get the uh, uh, thing. And, uh, but, you know, also follow my Twitter because I post a lot of announcements. We post announcements like for the next six days. Um, so uh, we got some cool stuff dealing with the soundtrack there as well. Awesome. And I know you post a lot when you're working on stuff too. I don't think you don't have anything you can tell them about any upcoming projects or anything yet, right? Nah, man, like my biggest mistake was talking about this whole game too early. So uh, <laughs> if I was working on another one, I will wait. <laughs> I don't I don't mean to be creepy, but when I first saw the trailer for the game, I went to your Twitter and just was like scrolling back months and months and months seeing your <laughs> progress on it. So. Um, Definitely worth a follow to see uh, future updates then as stuff comes out. Um, cool. I think that's all I got, man. Unless you got anything else you want to want to share? Uh, no, I, I would just say that uh, um, even though I'm getting like a lot of attention, there are so many black game developers out there um, and just game developers in general uh, in the indie space. Uh, there, there's a lot going on with the, like the AAA space and movement mm -hmm. towards, you know, free to play and these massive corporate games. Um, but uh, I, I would say just try out one of these indie games, be it mine or somebody else's. They're most mo most of the time they're for the price of a cup of coffee, um, right. and you you never know you can find your new favorite game. Um, and you can go to Epic Game Store; they put stuff out for free like every week. Mm -hmm. You can always try stuff that way. So I, I would say just you know try one and see how you feel about it, um, because indie uh, people we really need your help, um, and you know. I think as far as games uh, go, uh, the more we go, lean towards these giant corporate AAA games, the, the less, you know, those small indie hits can exist. Absolutely. And I like it. Those small indie hits are where you get a lot of cool ideas that then get co-opted by the AAA games, you know, 10 years later. But but those yeah, indie studios... And there's a there's so many games that you know have these amazing mechanics and do these really cool and weird things but never get any attention yeah. um so hey just give it a try you never know i like it all right well thank you very much for joining me um and uh you know i might ask you you want to my sign off is until next time tap a and hope for the best you want to want to sign us off yeah it's my sign off all right thank thanks for listening see you suckers no. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours right, better. You do yours. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, tap A and hope for the best. <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to Troidal Power Presents Power Playthroughs Project with Troidal Power. I'm your host, Troidal Power, and this is the podcast where we play games in a powerful way. And today, from Ariel Knight and Head Up Games, we're checking out Ariel Knight's Never Yield. 
I was hoping the music was going to kick in right when I said that. There we go. All right, we see a recording video footage. There's a, a guy hanging in a test tube. He drops down. He's got glowy eyes and a cybernetic leg. Maybe it's just a prosthesis. The glowy eyes make me think it's a cybernetic leg. All right, and now it says, a game by Ariel Knight, and we see the dude running. He runs past the head-up logo. He's running down a hallway. There's explosions happening. It looks like jail cells are exploding, or, or like um, cells with windows slots, like uh, lab cells or something. And he jumps through an open window as a body lies in the fires. Now he's running through a field. Uh, there's fences around, and it shows a big D-pad with a down arrow pointing to... Oh, I'm supposed to press a button. Oh, I thought this... I thought... I thought this was just a cinematic. Now we get Death's One. Do you yield never or I yield? Um, to be perfectly honest, I have played the demo of this just a little bit. I didn't play too much of it because I knew I wanted to check out the full game, but here we go. We're going to press down now. Down now. There we go. And he goes sliding through like a drain pipe. And now the camera pulls back and we see him running, running, running. And up ahead, there's like a barricade and it's showing me the D-pad pointed to the left. And so we jump over that and uh, by pressing D-pad to the left, and now it shows a D-pad with the up button highlighted in red, and he's jumping on top of an ambulance. There he goes, he lands on top perfectly, falls down the other side, and then I happen to know if we press forward on the D-pad, we'll go dashing, and it shows him running out through a bigger drain pipe out the other side. He's running through some forest now. And, oh, screen went to black. Oh, hey, prologue cleared. Uh, level time, one minute and 10 seconds with one death. Let's hit next. All right, here we go into the next level. Oh, no, we're on the title screen now. Uh, Aerial Knights never yield, build 1.0.1. We're gonna hit start and we're going to, ooh, there's outfits and levels or we can just play. We're just gonna play. Um, now, there's normal, has slow-mo and warnings and then hard mode and insane mode are locked. We can't play those yet. Um, so we'll play on normal, I suppose. Okay, we're on like a, a purple highway with street lamps on both sides, and there's a car driving towards us. So we've got to, oh, it shows him jumping like over the car, doing a cool flip. He lands behind it, and it spins around. It's trying to run us down. Aw, oh, yeah. That music. Y'all are hearing that music, right? It's so good. All right, here we go. We're off and running now, and there's a car running behind us. It says level one. We've got to jump over a big fence, and then I'm gonna just start boosting because I know that car is coming up behind me. And now we've got to vault over some barricades and run, 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 run. And we're gonna go down to slide under a like a like a gate, a car gate thing. You know that arm that comes down. And now we've got another down arrow telling us we're gonna slide. Oh. I didn't quite manage to slide over, or slide under a uh, exploding car there. Missed the slide. All right, here we go. Let's try again. So we're back at the gate. So hold down to slide under the gate. And then here's that car's coming up. So we'll hold down and it explodes and we go slide in beneath it. All right. And then hold to sprint. Yep, hold and right to sprint. So this game is basically just played with the D-pad. I don't... I don't think there's any other inputs involved. It's just up, left, down, and right on the D-pad. Ooh, there's some guys with guns trying to stop me, but I jump over them. You can't stop me. Big fence, no problem. So every barricade you approach, the game slows way down. Um, and it's, they're all color-coded. So purple, like these drones, means that I need to go down. And then there's these vans that, oh, I just barely cleared, that were highlighted in red, which means I need to press up. You hear my dog crying. My poor dog. My poor dog's very upset. Here we go, we're boosting, boosting. We're running through some force now over a big rock. Running along here and, oh, there was a coin up there. Oh, are there coins to collect in the levels? I definitely saw a coin floating in the air. Oh. I stood up too quick and ran into a bridge. Okay, let's keep going. There we go, slide under that bridge and get up and keep boosting, boosting, boosting. I know a big push on this game is to like try and get the fastest time you can, which I think ultimately means just sprinting nonstop, which 
is tough because the barricades come up on you much faster when you're sprinting. Now, it still do does the uh, slowdown for you, but um, it's... Whoa, my, my screen's flickering out, but I think that's my computer and not the game. I'm not willing to blame that on the game. Uh, if it is the game, I'm sure it'll be patched. I know uh, Ariel Knight's been working hard on patching this. Okay. I'm using a new Shadowcast um, to capture my game footage here. And my first one actually stopped working on me. It worked great for a couple days and then it stopped working. And so I, I actually had a new one in the mail already because I decided I want to. Ooh, I accidentally vaulted when I needed to duck. Um, I had a new shadow cast on its way already. This this could potentially be the game. Hmm. That's concerning. I think what I'm gonna do is when I beat this level one way or the other. Well not one way or the other. When I beat this level, we're gonna we're gonna uh, restart everything and unhook everything, and uh, then we'll come back to it here and see if that clears up the issue. I haven't heard anybody else having issues, which makes me think it's just me. Okay, jump over a barricade. I did see a car flying at me from the background, so we need to get some boosts going here. Ooh, landmines. Okay, more landmines. They're like jumping landmines, so I've got to slide under them. And then... Oh, I ran into a door. I just didn't realize there was a door there. Now, I know uh, this game has uh, been described as a cinematic runner. Um, because it's not, it is not an infinite runner. This is a game that is telling a story with the time that it has. And I believe it's, it's going to be about the length of an action movie. You know, a good, you know, 90 minutes probably. Like, like 70 to 90 minutes. I don't know for sure that runtime. I just have seen it described as like an action movie. And that's, that's kind of what I think of. Like, if an action movie is 70 minutes, I'm not going to be upset about it. Um. Ooh. Okay, we're in like a factory and I'm sliding, I'm running on a conveyor belt and sliding underneath like big press things that are trying to come down and uh, smush me. While there's still explosions happening in the background, do a cool vault through some pipes, jump over a big flammable cast container. That's, that's, that's going to be a problem for these people because it definitely exploded as I ran by it. Run, 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 run. Over a railing, we're onto another conveyor belt here. Slide in under a smusher. Another checkpoint, slide under that smusher, yeah. Over the gas canister, it explodes. Vault. Ooh, oh, there's a table with some boxes under it, or on it, and I nearly didn't make it. All right, I think that's the end of this level, maybe? Or it's just onto another section. Hey, uh, level time, 453 with five deaths. And we unlocked hard and insane mode and an outfit called 33. Well, we'll check that out in just a minute here. Um, I'm gonna go restart everything and I'll be right back. All right, we back. Let's go next. On to the next level. So there's a big explosion as he jumps out of building and now there's like police helicopters after him. Running along on top of some roofs. There's explosions happening because these helicopters are shooting at me. Oop, gotta jump over that pipe. Do, 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 do. Jump over a fence. There's a big explosion and I land on another rooftop. And now we'll vault through a window. Boom. Vault over a table. We're like running through an office now. Over a whiteboard. Underneath another box or another table full of boxes. Vault over a counter. There's people in the background and stuff. I can't stop to worry about them. I'm running over a big table. We're gonna land on top of that guy, there we go. Yeah, these are like conference room tables now. There's still helicopters, I can see them flying outside the windows. And we bust through a window, we're now on another rooftop, jumping over a fence, and we go flying, woo-hoo-hoo-hoo, and land on another roof. Through a window into another office building here. Oh, there's a drone chasing us, that means we gotta get our boost on, because we can't let him catch up to us. Slide under some boxes, boost past these drones. Going up a bunch of stairs. Ooh! Oh, I tried to jump up when it wanted me to slide. Gotta pay attention to those color codants. Okay. Here we go. 
Slide under that table. Yeah. And then through a window. Over a railing and landing on another roof. Wow. Everything's so pretty in this game. Vault over some park benches. It's kind of cool that there's the storytelling has just been like that there's not been any dialogue or, or text or anything. It's just like, you see this dude breaking out of a lab or whatever, and he is just on the run and being chased. Dash through the doors, I will dash through the doors. I'm just busting through doors on like a, I'm, I'm in a, like a skyway now. Oop! Oh, I almost missed a vault, but I'm good. Another vault. Another vault. And we go flying and land on a catwalk. Jump over a bunch of boxes. My guy's carrying a messenger bag. I wonder if he like has stolen something that's of value to whoever this company is or, or whatever it is. Through a big door, we're back out onto rooftops again. Vault, there we go. Another vault. Jump up. There's like a neon signs and stuff in the background behind me. Um, I believe that this is supposed to be set in, like, a neon Tokyo version of Detroit. Whew. I accidentally jumped instead of vaulted, but it didn't It didn't cost me my life. Ooh, a bunch of drones! Slide under them and then vault over uh, some rooftop equipment and another piece of rooftop equipment. Are those, like, skylights, maybe? Jump over a fence onto another rooftop. Vault. The nice thing about this right now is that I don't know how fast anyone else has completed these levels, so I don't have to stress about how good my scores are. Every every score I get is a high score as far as I'm aware, and that's that's a good feeling. I'm not sure, I don't know if this game's gonna have um, like online leaderboards or anything, but I do know that Ariel Knight runs uh, their own Discord server and uh, has a channel in there for people to post their times. So. If you're out, if you're out playing this game, ooh, and there's not online leaderboards, but you start to feel competitive, uh, look up Ariel Knight's Discord server, and you can you can find some fine folks to compete with over there. Whew. Duck. We just slid under a skyway. I think that was cool. Jumping over onto another rooftop again. I like it when you do a jump onto another rooftop, the camera like shifts and is a way out view so you can see in slow motion your dude doing his uh, his big old jump from rooftop to rooftop. Whoa! Ran up a solar panel over a fence and over an exploding gas tank. And I think that's level three complete. Or no, level two. Level two cleared. Outfit unlocked jumpsuit. Alright. Let's uh let's go next. I didn't even read what my time was. I also didn't take pictures. I should probably be Oh! He just got shot by a, a helicopter. He like held up uh, a thing in front of him, a uh, piece of metal. Wow! To block the shot. And then he like jumped up on the helicopter as other helicopters were shooting him. Whoa. And now it's showing him dead and a whole bunch of people with like numbers on their suits like lifted him up into the air like Goku spirit bomb style and he's got fires coming out of his head. What the hell just happened? I'm so confused. Level two boss. There's missiles flying at me, and I'm I'm all Super Saiyan Goku style. Let's jump over some missiles. So there's I'm running along a catwalk. The camera's pulled further behind me than it was before, and um, I'm okay now. It's back to that side view, and I'm I'm having to make my way through these barrages of missiles without getting hit by them. Presumably, ooh no, I pressed the wrong button. Okay. Okay, here we go. Vault. And vault. There's a helicopter at the end of this catwalk, and I'm trying to get up close to them, I guess. Nope, nope, I jumped into the missiles. Okay. I don't need to boost on this one, Troy. Take your time. It's all right. Here we go. Okay. Slide. Vault. 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 Jump. Slide. Here we go. We're running up on... Oh, the helicopter looks like it's crashed already. Oh, alright. So the boss was just getting through that gauntlet, I guess. Level time, 1 minute and 11 seconds. Current run, 10 minutes and 9 seconds. And the outfit we unlocked is called Honk Honk. I'm not sure what that means. 
jumps off a building, does a wall jump from one building to another, and then off another building, and he's falling down towards the street, it looks like. He's still got Super Saiyan hair. Oh! And then his Super Saiyan hair goes away just before he hits the ground. And now he's just laying there as a bunch of drones are looking at him. Hey, I'm not sure what was up with that Super Saiyan thing, but it was pretty cool, huh? Alright, we're running along the streets of Detroit now. A bunch of, uh neon signs and stuff in the background and there's like these people walking by but i love it the people are just like they're almost entirely silhouettes except they've got like a gradient applied to them so they're they're they are silhouettes but with this like blue gradient that was the wrong button okay trying to describe the background while also trying to hit my jumps is um uh difficult but okay we got a boost here there's a, there's a drone chasing us. And then we slide under that one. I just jumped unnecessarily, but didn't cost me my life. Vault through a window. Now we're inside a building. It looks like a record shop, probably. Vault out the window. Slide under some more boxes. Vault over a barricade. Oh, there was a coin! I see the coin, but I didn't get it. I didn't jump late enough. Now I'm running on the highway and there's cars coming at me. Ooh, that one exploded. Okay. This is intense. Jump, jump, jump! Okay, made it. There's an upturned uh, semi-truck. Slide underneath that. Slide under some more of those landmines. Jump over a burning car that's swerving all over the place. Over a taxi cab. Over a big ol' 70s van. Uh, over a flipped over burning car underneath a flipping car oh my goodness over another skidding out car there's like there was a whole bunch of traffic in the background and then I got to one cop and now there's just scattered cars all over on the other side of the highway I'm not sure what happened there they're all just stopped though oh here's some cops on my side of the road let's jump over them and now the traffic's all backed up on my side. Oh, there's a drone chasing me, so we gotta ooh, get a hustle on while we slide underneath some drones. Jump over a car that's sideways in my lane. Jump over another car. All right, we're doing good. Gonna hold off my boost a little bit here so I can make sure I don't screw up. Because dying takes longer to restart than a... Uh... Oh, that's, that's a cop that's skidding around to chase us. So now I've got to get some boosts in. Slide under some landmines, get some more boosts. Slide under more land slide under more landmines is the words that I was trying to say there. Alright. I think we're comfortable. Jump. Jump over another cop car. Alright, level three cleared. And it says meanwhile, and the camera pulls back and it's that highway view again. And our guy's standing there but in a totally different outfit and wearing a gas mask amongst a bunch of exploded cars. So is my guy a clone? And all those other clones were like lending me their spirit energy? Maybe? Is that what's happening? Not quite sure. Oh, we're playing as this guy now though, in, in the orange jacket. And he looks, it looks like he's just breaking out of the same facility maybe? These look like, I mean, they're, they're, they're woods. I don't know if they're the same woods. There are trees. Yeah, here's that gate again. I'm pretty sure we're breaking out of the same facility. Jump over uh, some emergency vehicles. It looks like some sort of uh, response team is here, potentially to our first guy breaking out and running away. Running over ambulances and fire trucks and police cars. There's uh, overturned vehicles, there's fire. Strong's just kind of watching me as I run by. None of them are chasing me yet. Oh, there's some uh, crash drones that I had to vault over. crossing some train tracks now and now we're into the woods proper we've been on a road so far now we're running through the woods i have not had any more of those weird graphical issues i was having so i think that was my computer don't blame the game on that one that's that was that was either uh 
the Shadowcast or my computer. Oh, there's a big helicopter overhead. The camera just like tilted to show us that this helicopter is tracking us from above. Not sure what's gonna happen there, but doesn't feel good that it's there. Let's get some sprinting in. Oop, vault over a log. Who put these bridges into the forest that are just like bridges over nothing? Cause I'm running along and I keep having to slide underneath bridges that are just there. They're just there. I like down in the bottom left corner of this game where it shows me my time. Like it tracks how, how long I've been on this level. Above that it just says run exclamation point. <laughs> the game's like, come on dude, just go. I'm like, all right, I'm going, I'm going. Sliding under obstacles. We're doing good on this level. I don't think I've died yet, have I? Into a building. This is a like factory area again. Over a giant saw blade. So I think this is like a, a lumber yard is what we're supposed to be getting. There's a logs on pallets it looks like. Maybe pipes on pallets. But those that giant saw blade suggests lumber yard to me. This music's so good, and this, the visuals are really good too. Like, it's almost got a Spider-Verse look, uh, Spider look to it, where when you do like your cool stunts, there's a filter that comes up around your character that's kind of got uh, like a, a halftone dots, comic book style halftone dots. So when you're running normally, it doesn't have that look, but when it goes into the slow motion view, it kind of has this this little bit of a halftone look. Really like it. Sliding under a door, into another building. Yeah, this is the same factory we were at before, isn't it? I mean, like, the, the obstacles are laid out a little differently. It's not like the exact same level. But I think narratively, um, I think I think this is another... I, I am going with this is a clone who is escaping from the same facility that my first character escaped from. That's what I'm going with. Jumping over, exploding uh, gas canisters again. They've... They've put those back in, that's good. Up onto another conveyor belt. Slide under the stompy thingies. Slide under another stompy thingy. Slide under another stompy thingy. And then jump over a knocked over shelf. Jumped over a big explosion. Slide under a table. Vault through some pipes. Ooh, oh, I pressed the wrong button. Dang it. I was meant to slide under table and instead I vaulted. I'm playing with this this with the um, the 8BitDo 2, uh, 8BitDo Pro 2 controller, the SNES style one, um, because for a game like this, I decided uh, I wanted to really emphasize the D-pad. Um, and, and in fact, uh, I found out that my Pro controller uh, had a wonky D-pad by playing the demo for this game because it's got the D-pad uh, as a graphic up in the top left-hand controller that highlights your inputs as you press them. And uh, whenever I try to jump with my Pro controller, like the left and right inputs lit up and I was like, oh, my Pro controller is not behaving properly. So I ended up ordering this 8BitDo Pro 2 and uh, it's, got, it's got a nice big D-pad on it and it feels very good for this game. There goes my boys running up some stairs and out the window. It's level four cleared. Let's do, uh, let's do, I think we can go up to level six. Let's do it. Here's that same character. He's dropped down into a city. Uh, he kind of touched one of the drones and then sent it forward? What? Is this guy pursuing my first character? Is he on the same side as the drones? Is that why the drones weren't chasing him? Oh, the plot thickens. Okay, interesting. We're running down a rooftop now. Level five, here we go. A lot of that halftone effect over, or, uh, on the neon lights that are in the background. I dig it. Jumping over barricades. Still running down that rooftop. Oh, vault into another building. Sweet. Jump over stuff. We're like running through a building now. Slide under a table. I just realized, oh, that was the wrong button. 
I just realized that when the camera goes into slow motion, the um, aspect ratio tightens in just a little bit. So like, uh, yeah, or, or no, it, it widens. So when you're running, it's a little narrower. And then when it goes into slow motion, the aspect ratio gets bigger and it kind of zooms in. So it really gives you the feel that it's like pulling you into that slow motion. That is such a good detail. I love it. Slide under some bars. We're now running up a rooftop and jumping over a fence to land on another roof over equipment here. Yeah, there are no drones chasing us or anything. Am I the baddie now? Is that what you've done to me, Aerial Knight? You've put me into the position of the bad guy? That's If that's what's happening, I'm very interested. Because we're definitely, yeah, th this is the same route that we ran. Well, maybe not exactly the same, but like we're, we're running through the, the this, this aerial walkway thing. Jump down, there's a big helicopter in the background flying around next to us now, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be pursuing us. It's just kind of there. Vault over this, and jump over that. I think there was just a sign in the background that said open 24-5. And <laughs> I'm very curious about what that means. Is that just a nonsense joke, or is that is that somehow connected to the lore of this world? Is this a world in which corporations have eliminated the weekend, and Saturday and Sunday no longer exist? Because, oh, oh, I almost did the wrong input. Whew. Made it at the last minute. Uh, that seems like a thing that corporations would love to do, doesn't it? Corporations are like, why do we need weekends? All a weekend is is people not working. What if people just kept working? Unless that sign didn't say that, and I just uh, misread a sign that said 24-7. I mean, that's possible, too. Jump over a fax machine. Things seem to... Oh, this time I ran downstairs. I'm pretty sure last time we ran upstairs. So that's interesting. We should be getting close now to where that helicopter battle was, I think. We're definitely running on similarly designed catwalks. Nope, now we're back onto rooftops, so maybe not. Jump over a big generator thing on some roofs, over vault over a pipe, vault over some uh, cooling ducts, a bunch more pipes. Jump over a big fence, my dog is barking. I don't need that stress added to this. I haven't been taking screenshots. I should take some once in a while, huh? Let's do a jump and take a screenshot mid-jump. Oh, I accidentally took a video. Oops. Let's try and do like a perfect vault over that. I'm just loving this music, man. I, uh... I think yesterday, or maybe the day before, I was working on some stuff and uh, wanted some background music. So I just went and found somebody who had uh, done a commentary uh, free uh, playthrough of the first couple levels of this game. And I just put that on and just, just, just sat there like rocking out to the music. Hey, level five cleared. Uh, level time, four minutes and three seconds. Current run, 21 minutes. Outfit unlocked sharp. Let's go on, let's do level six. All right, now we're back to that first character. He just landed on a police car. He's wearing like a cool letterman's jacket that says Detroit on the back. So we're playing as him again. And uh, the police car crashed. He saw some uh, helicopters flying overhead and then went running off through the city. I think we're being pursued and we are playing both the pursued and the pursuer, which is kind of cool. Looks like we're in a more industrial area now, less of the like downtown neon shops in the background. It looks like there's maybe uh, storage units behind us here. And we're running along, jumping, vaulting, doing all that kind of stuff, doing dashes. There's a there's a van in the back that says asset recovery on, in, on the side of it in neon. And it just pulled up right next to us. That worries me because I think I might be an asset. Um, he's like matching pace with us. Oh, he's trying to ram us. We got to jump. Okay. Okay, so he's like in the background and slides to come into the foreground to ram us and we got to jump at just the right moment to, to dodge him. Now he's in the foreground, we can barely see my character. It shows like a silhouette of your character. Uh, and now he's coming to hit me again, I got to jump over him. Okay, cool. Let's boost, can we boost ahead of him? Nope, he keeps, Ooh, he just like jumped over me and I had, oh, I have to slide under him when he jumps over me. 
Jeez. Okay, here we go. Ready? Slide. All right, back up on our feet. I can't, I can't outrun this thing. When I dash, it just gets, it just speeds up. Slide underneath it again. All right, probably vault next. I don't know how we're gonna vault a car, but it's had me jump and slide. Nope, another jump. I think I jumped too early. Yep, all right. Uh, it, it said something different on my death screen there. I think because that's the first time I've died three times in a level, but I didn't see what it said. I hit the button too quick. Okay, that time it, it, it did a slide and then it did a jump. Okay. Oh, now there's a bunch of explosive barrels I gotta jump over. Whew, okay. The car's blowing up explosive barrels as it drives along. Jump, got it. Slide. Come on, asset recovery truck. You ain't recovering me. Jump, and he's hitting. Oh, I had to jump over him and barrels that time. Whew. Okay, Oliver, my dog, I need you. No, stop. Stop. Oh, my dog is stressing me out. Oh gosh, hang on a second. Oh no, oh no. Vault. I don't know if I can pause this game. My wife came in, she's trying to show me. Oh, she's showing me that our baby's in the crib. Is he asleep? Oh, I died. That works. Do you see his face? His face is squished up against the, the crib. But he's out? Or calm? Wow, good job! Um, four deaths, and it says, do you yield? No, I never yield. I love you too. Alright. Here we go, jump! I did a, I did a bad jump. Okay, we gotta get back into it with him. After, after swatting the dog, checking on the baby, talking to the wife, jump! There we go. All right, here we go. Watching this truck. I'm ready for you, truck. Duck. Yeah. All right. What you got now? Oh, I just got to vault over some crates. Easy. The truck didn't even do anything on that one. He's just hanging out while I vaulted over some trucks. Jump. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of scratch marks on this truck. Like red scratch marks. I hope that's not supposed to indicate blood, because that would be horrifying if that's the case. Maybe it's it, it's indicating that a whole bunch of clones have tried to run over it and that's like scratch marks from their shoes or something. Oh, he just went up onto higher ground. I'm running along below him now. He's up on like a, a ledge above me as I'm running along down here in like some sewer drains or something. Over exploding barrels. It makes me nervous having this truck just pacing me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm anxious about him. Like, go away, truck. Van, asset recovery van. I don't like you being here. Over the barricade. Oh, he just uh, came down from above and he's now in front of me. And on the back of the van, it says the good part, which I couldn't read before. And it's got big speakers on the back of the van. Interesting, so now I'm just chasing it and it says the good part, okay. Oh, and it exploded and there's somebody Whoa, okay, okay. There's somebody in the back of the van who I can see their silhouette. They are just jamming out on, on a guitar or maybe a bass and there's music notes coming out of the back of the van. And then every once in a while, like big waves of, I guess, sonic energy come flying out of it and I have to jump over those. Rad. Definitely a guitar that this guy's wailing on. Do you hear that? Oh, that's so good. So, the, like, going with my interpretation of the story so far, the corporation that has made clones is now trying to recover me by wielding music against me. I think. Oh, yeah. God, that is, this is a sick solo! There's explosions. Oh, okay. I stood up a little too bit on a on a duck. That was my fault. That was my fault. Okay. I think I I oh oh there we go. I think I heard this part in the uh, the let's play that I was listening to the other day because I this the solo sounds familiar. Ooh yeah. <laughs> I love it! 
probably is not a good audio let's play experience. This is me just like rocking out to this music, but it's so good. Can you blame me? No, the answer is you cannot. I'm glad I don't have my camera on for this uh, this video version of this one, because I'm just sitting here like bopping my head like a moron. Ooh, the camera turned a little bit and I could see the person in the van for just a second. It looks like they're wearing like a pink, uh, like, open leotard. Oh, the van flipped over. I did not get a good look at them at all. Um, there we go, level six cleared. Uh, six deaths, unlocked the outfit mocap. Um, that is where we're gonna leave it for now. I'm probably gonna do an episode two. Um, I think I've seen that this is 12 stages long, so I think we're halfway through. Um, so I will probably do a second video of this. Um, but uh, if not, well, either way, thank you for joining me. I hope it's been lots of fun. Um, I'm actually gonna be getting a chance to interview the creator of this game. And you might've already heard that before this episode, or I might've like cut it in throughout this episode, or it might be coming at the end of this episode. I don't really know where it's gonna go. But if you haven't heard me interview the creator yet, listen on for just a few minutes here and you'll hear it there. I'll also post about it over on geek2geekmedia.com so you can find more about uh, the interview there if it's not just attached to this episode. Um, but in any case, until next time, friends, tap A and hope for the best. If you enjoyed my show, it would mean a lot if you would rate and review it on iTunes, share it on social media, or check out my Patreon. You can find all of my stuff at troidalpower.carrd.co. That came about from playing the poke or the uh, Animorphs game on the Game Boy Color. Oh, I don't know if you know Animorphs at all. I, I know I like, Animorphs. I don't know the game though. Oh, it's bad. It's a terrible Pokemon clone where the mechanics, the battle mechanics, just make no sense. So in the, when you get a battle, you just sit there mashing the A button, and eventually something will happen. It's bad. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs>